0: My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business tonight. No Sienna, no Geordie, but we've got Tash and we've got Mon, and we're really excited as we bring to you more incredible women in rugby league football action. Uh, It's jam-packed, as we mentioned. The NRLW season uh, might be finished, but, uh, yeah, we're diving into all of our state competitions. But before we get into that, let's jump into our (laughs) warm-up. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Quiet on Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. Yeah, I should say, you know, we, we're we very fortunate here at Mojo Sports where we have quite a few um, staff that work behind the scenes. And, um, yeah, they certainly wanted to get more of our off-air discussions on air and find out a little bit more about our panellists. So that's fair enough. Um, this week's warm up. We're just going over some of our feel good moments from the week because it's been one. Um, Tash going to throw this one to you because the weekend it was you know it was pretty special, my friend. We had the Tasha Gale Grand Final, and again we we can't say enough good things about the pathways that are being built in this country at the moment. But um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that special day. Some amazing football was played.
2: Absolutely sensational. like under wet conditions I woke up um, on Saturday morning and it was pouring rain and I thought oh these young girls they're not going to be able to you know play under wet conditions but my word they put on a spectacular event it was great talent a great display out there unfortunately your nights went down to the roosters just narrowly Um, but look, there's so much talent coming through. Um, So that's my feel-good moment. But I must add, without giving away our next guest, something that always warms the cockles of my heart is that we have another superstar of our game that is also a mother. And juggling, training, job and motherhood is something that's absolutely exceptional. So I can't go past without making that my feel-good moment.
0: Yeah, I love that. A nice little uh, tease for some uh, some great conversation that we're about to have, and very much an insight into the re- reality and challenges of uh, of our game, and some amazing stories. And uh, Tars, that grand final was something truly special. I've always said I've got a lot of, a lot of love for my mighty Newcastle Knights, but you know the Roosters they've got a lot of. Homegrown locals, uh, players from Newcastle, from the Hunter area, from the Central Coast, and our very own Mojo Sports superstar on the NRL show, uh, Shalise Lloyd Phillips, um, starring there on the win and getting her grand final victory there. So yeah, whilst my Knights didn't get the victory, very proud of her performance, and um, yeah, very exciting to think of you know you know four, five, six, seven years of you know rugby league uh, training that's still to come for a lot of these players. Where can they be in that sort of time? It, it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to think where they can be. And Mon, uh, I'll throw it over to you if you'll feel-good moment. A little bit of a difficult week for you, but I guess, you know, what does it take to be a tough rugby league player um, in 2022? You know, it takes dedication. It takes commitment. My friend, you've got that in spades because, you know, you're jumping on the podcast tonight. You mean, you know, you've got COVID. We've, we've just heard that. That's breaking news. Um, I, I guess all of our listeners just appreciate you battling through it, my friend.
3: Oh, thanks, Dan. Um, Yeah, looked bit of a um, shitty week. That you know, we, um, uh, you know, I was I was out with concussion this weekend. wasn't able to play. um, Still cheered on um, my mighty girls. Um, And then yeah, tested positive for COVID this afternoon. Um, So means I'm out for work all of this week and out for footy next weekend. But um, you know. One thing that is keeping me going through um, concussion and COVID is uh, my lovable two um, dogs, Bonnie and Mishka. They are the cutest dogs on the planet. Um, So, yeah, just a little shout out to them for keeping me going.
0: Mon, you're an absolute superstar, always ripping in, jumping on the podcast, even when you're crook, my friend. We appreciate it. Listeners, appreciate it. And, mate, your luck's about to turn. I can't wait for the season you're about to have, my friend. But uh, anyway, a bit of a scatter there of some feel-good moments. And uh, we want to hear from you, listeners. So um, tell us about, you know, what's happening in your world at the moment, especially if you're connected in with um, in with Rugby League in the women's game. Um, share us your stories. Um, shoot us through something on social media. All right, guys, well, let's jump through to our first segment for tonight, The Breakdown.
3: It's do or die one game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what
0: the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game.
2: Um, Not everything went to to plan at all. Uh And
1: they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop (laughs) them.
0: All right, Tash, we try not to play favourites here. You know, we love all of our competitions equally. Tasha Cup, uh, the NRLW, uh, you know, obviously our Queensland competition. But this one in particular, the Harvey Norman New South Wales Women's Premiership, me and you, my friend, we've been singing its praises for well over a year now, for, for longer than that, to be honest. Some incredible football is played, and tonight we are very fortunate to be previewing an unbelievable clash between the North Sydney Bears and the West Tigers. Better than that, we are we are so blessed to have a very special guest, Nita Maynard. Join the show. Nita, welcome to Mojo Sports.
1: Thanks, Dan, Tasha, and Mon, for having me. I'm really excited just to talk some footy with everybody here, and I um, I really um, appreciate how much effort and um, uplifting the women's space and in particular the podcast and getting the girls out there so really excited to be on this.
0: No we love it and we love talking footy uh, and we also love talking about the North Sydney Bears. Nina let's start there let's talk about I guess your connection with the club because you know from the outside looking in there is a, just a growing passion for this beloved club obviously it's it's part of the fabric of our game of rugby league but talk to us about your connection with uh, with the Mighty Bears.
1: Uh, so I came across the Bears four years ago, um, and ever since, like uh, we were introduced there, a foundation club um, in the whole um, rugby league scene. So um, it's got really deep and rich history. So I think just the support that was shown to the women's base and um, the players at the time four years ago, um, it's only grown. Um, we've um, just as recent as this year, we've been able to put our Tasman girl um, team in. And just having that pathway and seeing that commitment from the club, like, you know, you want to go out and you want to perform for them just because um, they put so much on the table for us girls. Like we've got excellent staff, um, excellent facilities, and we've got a really professional um, uh, environment there. So it it ticks all the boxes in terms of trying to be a professional athlete. And I know that I strive to be one and there's um, a lot of people coming through that really want to be a part of this because they do have all these things to offer.
2: Yeah, Neats, you mentioned the pathways there and it's always fabulous. Um, I don't want to do um, anything wrong, but I think um, Manly is the only Sydney club now that does not have um, that um, Tasha Gale pathway. But that aside, I, I was looking at um, some of your reels on Insta and you, my friend, are obviously Obviously, um, help bringing up the future as well. You have a gorgeous daughter, um, London, and can you just talk us through some of the skills that you put her through, which look brings such a smile to my face. Please talk us through.
1: Yeah, so we've just been. um I think it's a fortunate situation where I have been able to play football and have my daughter grow up with me because she's been a part of um, some of these big uh, milestone milestone events in my career and she's just been able to come along with the journey the good thing about that is that she's picked up a knack for it as well so she's pretty passionate football player herself and um you know in between us hanging out and and doing our thing together um we have a trade-off so i teach her a few basics and obviously myself being a dummy half passing is really important um so i teach her how to pass and then we get into some of the fun stuff like some of the kicking and some of the other aspects of footy but um for me um being able to I guess nurture her along that um, that her football career because she's been playing for four years now. Um, she goes okay, and she thinks the, the world of herself. <laughs> God bless her. Um, but um, I just think having these um, these skill the skill set um, will take you a long way if that is something that she wants to do. And for now, um, I'm fortunate enough to get down to a game today, see across for a few meaty. So um, that's a very proud mum right there.
2: Absolutely, and so you should be. Um, She's a gorgeous girl. You you spoke that she's actually playing our great game. Um, So you, my friend, are not only a mum balancing the training and the work and the the motherhood, but you're also coaching her. And actually, from what I saw, she's giving instructional uh, videos as to telling other young girls... You know where to put your hand on the ball and how to how to make the ball spin and being more accurate. So, you know, you must be she must be so proud of you. But equally, I can see the pride as you speak about her.
1: Yeah, I, we've gotten to a stage now where she's old enough and she understands a lot. And um, obviously, she's been involved in a few teams um, for her Oztag. So, you know, she's beginning that pathway um, and that journey towards like you know, as she starts growing up in her rep career. So um, it's really important for her to have um, all the tools at her disposal. And I don't think I'd be doing my, um, my job as a mum if I'm not teaching her all these small things that, you know, that I have in my little toolkit as well.
0: I think there's a lot of scouts that listen to the Mojo Sports podcast. So regardless of age, I'm just writing that down. London, okay, trained by the Maynard. Okay, excellent, we've got that one down. No, some incredible, it it is really special in terms of that connection. And uh, no, it's uh, very, very exciting. And uh, look, you know, obviously Sienna and Geordie, they can't be with us tonight. They're absolutely passionate. They love the North Sydney Bears. Obviously, Sienna, she's an up-and-coming halfback coming through the system as well. But, uh, Nita, let's start with um, your opposition to start with, and then we can round back through your team because we've got a lot to talk about when it comes to the Bears. But, hey, this clash, round three, coming up against the West Tigers. The West Tigers have really put the competition on notice. They're and 0 They're playing some seriously good football. There are some unbelievable players in that football team. Talk to us a little bit about the West Tigers because, wow, they are playing some serious football at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think they're on, um, along the same pathway as um, North Sydney in terms of their development of their player and um, their training environment that they provide for their players, like people who are serious about football. They want to go to those clubs because they have all these things. And um, I think it's really important just to acknowledge, like, there's been a lot of hard work done um, prior to this year, and I think they've got a, a few new recruits that are um, absolute superstars. You've got Jess Surges, um, Kezi Apps, and then you've got the young ones such as um, Christian Pio, um, Emily Curtin that have just made their NRLW debuts earlier this year. So I think just with their experience, that they've gone from that competition and coming back into the Harvey Norman um, uh, competition and having – Players like um, Jess and Kezie around you, you know, they only builds the confidence. And I think the girls that have been um, working really hard during the off season, while people were playing NRLW, you know, they understand how hard they have to work to even get into the Tarby Norman team. So it's really exciting to see us because I felt like we're on a similar path um, in terms of not just recruitment, but I think what we stand for as a club um, and what we want to, sh- the type of product that we want to show as well. So. I think it's going to be an awesome clash. I'm really looking forward to it, having a week off.
2: Yeah, it needs like I myself, I've got to put my hand up. I um, in last week's show, I I thought the Central Coast Roosters would come out um, victorious, but if I'm right, Jess Surges didn't even play. On the weekend. So that's another bit of strike power that will um, come in with you guys, but you've done some awesome recruitment yourself. Um, can you talk us a little bit around that?
1: Yeah, we have. Um, so we've managed to um, pick up Racine and unfortunately for Paige McGregor, um, she's come away with her injury uh, post the grand final um, for the NRW. Um, but we've also got Katrina Fippen, um, Vanessa Foliaki, who's also played rep levels as well who's come into our back row and she's been awesome for us just her experience and the leadership that she's been able to show um, just for her debut she just managed to steal a sneaky um, try double and um, one just happened to be a 40 metre sprint down the sideways so she's got some pace on her on the edge so I, um, I just think just the combination between we've got a few young ones as well we've got um, Louisa who actually played in the St. Um, George Laura Jarrigan's um, Tasha Gale team um, step up as well one week worth of training, but she's an absolute weapon. She's got natural skill. Um, she slotted in really easily. Uh, we had a, quite a disruptive uh, week of training because we've got a massive squad. And it's been hard for us to um, actually try and bring some of the girls in, but also give the opportunity to players that have already been there. So it was, it was really hard for our coaches to actually get our 17 or 18 out on the field.
0: Nina, that was going to be my next question because this is just a uh... – a weird football calendar that everyone's trying to adjust to and everyone's trying to um, perfect, I guess. And, you know, when you think about the North Sydney Bears top 17, your ability to kind of have a have a long, um, you know, off-season, pre-season together, work on combinations and really sort of hit the competition uh, firing, it, it, I guess it's difficult for everyone because we know of the, some, some of the challenges there. But, um, yeah, talk us through that because, you know, is it safe to say that, Basically, all of these teams are not really going to be hitting their straps to, you know, for a, for a few weeks until we really get into this competition.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I think for us in particular, we've got a squad of of about thirty to forty, maybe, with some of the junior wow. players that come in that we, we're able to have a post sessions with. But we've got a really strong twenty six that are really. Th- vying for those 17 spots so everybody knows that you, you have to be fully committed to the team, you have to be on your game, and you have to take each opportunity because it's, it's hard enough trying to get a run here at Harvey Norman. Um, commitment alone isn't just um, some of the factors um, that get you into the teams now. You've got all these other factors in terms of what you can be as a bench player coming off, your versatility in certain roles that have got injuries. So it's it's, it's been a game changer this year, I think, just because there's this wealth of um Talent out there, and it's highly due to some of the young girls coming through. Um, there's some um, Tasha Gale girls that I, I haven't mentioned yet um, that we'll, you'll see in the next, hopefully, this season for us. But I, I really have some big from some of the girls coming through, like Sienna, we've got Dola, um, um, and also Tekka, um, who came from the um, Canterbury um, Tasha Gale system. So it's just everything's firing for us.
2: Nate, it sounds like almost like a dream that the all the pathways are working as you said and coming through and you know it was only a couple of years ago that i could probably name the you know the state of origin team um before it was announced or i could name the jillaroos team before. my word i can't even name the north sydney bears team week (laughs) to week because you have a an incredible squad you've got these young players coming through but kudos to you Neats. they've named you captain and that's a big responsibility and I imagine an amazing honour with with so much talent in your squad so can you tell me how that came about? Uh,
1: So I was fortunate enough to be I think it's mainly my personality I'm I'm, I'm a dummy (laughs) half I'm outspoken by nature um, so it's really been a, a journey for me in terms of my leadership role and how it, um, how it has been going these last few years. And I think the older I've become, the more relinquishing um, of control I've been able to give to players. And um, I think that only comes with time and experience. So you're able to see people's um, talent and you're able to nurture that. And I think I've gotten a little bit better at that over the last few seasons in terms of not being so... I mean, direct and some of the feedback that um, might be given, but more so I, I, I like to think this year in particular, I'm a co-captain with Racing McGregor, so it's easy for us to doubt each other. And I just find that my role in particular, is, um, and not just necessarily how I lead on the field, but being a little bit more nurturing, understanding that we do have a lot of these players and I don't want to be playing the game for too much longer. I was talking about my daughter um, uh, just recently, so... I feel like if I can uplift those girls and push them into these positions where they're confident and they're able to show their talent, then I'm doing um, the job that, you know, that's been bestowed upon me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, slowly starting to think about what your legacy is going to look like on rugby league and already it is so significant. But I think there's a few uh, pretty amazing chapters that, that lie ahead. And could you, I mean, you know, try not to get ahead of myself, but, could you imagine a North Sydney Bears premiership? You know, the the, the city would be on... Uh, yeah, it would be incredible there. So, um, but uh, let's pick your brain. Let's go through um, your 17. Uh, you know, Mont. obviously, you're in enemy camp there with the Newcastle Knights. So I see you, frankly sitting there writing notes. Okay, this particular player, they like to step off their left. Uh, but no, all fun and games. Let's talk a little bit about your fullback, Katrina Fibbon, because, um, you know, a player that, you know, obviously is still brand, uh, building their brand in and around the game, but an incredible talent. And you guys are very, very fortunate to have her. There in the fullback position?
1: Yeah, I think she's just raw talent for us. Um, a lot of um, things where she's come back, come into, she, I think she only started playing rugby league last year. She had an outstanding season for um, the Wentworthville um, Magpies and she was picked up in our NRLW squad. And I think she knew the development that she needed in terms of coming across to us. And I think we're really fortunate enough where we've got a spine at the minute that um, we actually have Kira that's playing as a lock position. So we've got. On the ball players that can help lead the team away and give her the opportunity just to play her game. Her development and her skill acquisition will come, um, but I think just making sure that we can put her into any space like she made, I, I think she made like three half length field breaks <laughs> just out of just pure nothing. The speed, the pace, and just the footwork that she did to um, get away from these players was, was crazy. One was yeah. off a kickoff and led to a try and less than 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing executing out of structure, you know, executing a play, but when you've got that player that can just create something out of nothing, certainly gives you an X factor in that football team. All right, well, let's talk about some of your outside backs because you, my friend, you guys are going to have to score some points against these West Tigers. They're coming to dance. This is going to be a big one. And we've got a lot of love for Pierre Pritchard in particular because Pierre, she helped us start Mojo Sports. She was on a lot of our shows during those foundational days. So a lot of love, great finisher. But yeah, talk to us about your outside backs because, um, yeah, certainly have the ability to finish off those opportunities and it's going to be really important on the weekend
1: yeah so we've got Pierre Pritchard um in particular like she's just been a standout and I think it's due to um her pre-season that she's had so she's always had um like really strong carries and she had like a little bit of error in her game but she's gotten she's completely gotten um that out of her game at the minute and she's just playing really really strong footy for us like she puts her hand up we've got her Taylor Makosua is playing on that um, other side, and she was um, a part of the Rooster system, the um, Sydney Roosters um, system this year. So we're just lucky to have these really—they um, run so strong, they're so aggressive. They always beat their first player, and um, you know they're just those those girls that are always willing. You know, after you've had a big defensive set, you're looking back at them, you're like, please, please, just yeah, yeah. Us, like just please, do something. Just don't look at me. I don't want to look at you. I just want you to get to a point and then we'll come back in. So it's we're really fortunate to have players like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hard workers to uh, you know get you guys out of trouble, that's for sure. Um, you touched on, you teased some of the playmakers that are in your football team. There are some outstanding names, some of the best in the, well, some of the best in rugby league. Uh, We were very fortunate to have Kiri Dib on uh, the podcast a little while ago. If our listeners didn't catch that episode, go back in our catalogue and give it a listen. Um, You know, Kiri's got an incredible story and he's absolutely passionate about the Bears. Anyway, I'll I'll let you take it over. Talk to us about some of your playmakers because you guys can create in this football team. Um, Yeah, tell us about some of the players that you've got and a little bit about your co-skipper as well.
1: Yeah, so we've just been lucky enough. Like we've got um a young talent like um Louisa who's just come into our number six, slotted in, and what it's done, it's allowed Kira to play that more hands-on role. Um so we've got four ball players um up in the front row, and that just opens up so much options for us and it's been a blessing for us um to have so, so many um players around us. You've got Racine who leads us around the park and gets us where you need to be. You've got Kira directing our middles, so we've always got that direction in the middles. Because that's what can happen when fatigue sets in is that you lose that direction because it's hard life being a middle. You have to do all the hard yards. You've got the chunk. You got you got to carry the big balls. You got to hit. All, you got to make all those tackles, and then you have got to run back and do it again. So um, it's it is a tough job. And having someone like Kira who's um, a thinker of the game, who is a ball player, and who is able to do, throw those 20-metre cutout passes to our um, halves that are sweeping. I think we're just so fortunate in that way and um, fingers crossed that we can keep going with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, her football IQ is something that's pretty special. You've got quite a few players um, sprinkled across your football team that are like that, who know exactly what... You know what the, what the attack's going to do when they're defending, and um, you know they kind of can be you know two steps ahead. So there um, are no, a lot of talent there. Neda, I know what you're thinking because you touched on it there. You know how much love you've got for your forwards, and you know we've given praise to your outside backs, the playmakers. But Nita, you wouldn't be able to do your role as hooker without um, without you know obviously your incredible forward pack. Um, talk us through you know some of, some of the the bigger body players within your football team because um, you know we'll get to sort of how this football team how this football game is going to be won. But um, certainly always the battle of the middle is going to be very important
1: yeah so we've got um, Elodie sagona who's come back from um the dragon system and she's come back a new person like her footy oq and her expectations um that was down there in the dragons like she's just gone to a new level and we've also got another young um player who's i think she's only 20 tara mcgrath um she came through the task system as well she's a really tall athletic body carries really hard big motor um, she'll be one to watch. I, I won't be surprised if you don't see her in an NRW team in the next coming years. Um, and then we've got players that come off the bench like um Teka Katoa, um, Alison. Um, we've got, like, a lot of big players. But then um, I'm missing a big one that hasn't, hadn't played for us yet. She's um, actually over in New Zealand with COVID. Uh, Maya Hill Moana, uh, oh. who played in the um, Sydney Roosters, and mm-hmm. she, she had an outstanding season for us last year. She took... Um, home all our wards um, at North Sydney, so we'll be itching to get her back into training and see how she goes before we can get out of the paddock. I, um, I just think we've just got so much strike power, and like we, like we're saying, is that our pack is really, really, really strong, but really versatile. They're really skillful, like um, and they're bigger bodies. So if you if you can get get that get that combination right between your engine and um your, your go forward, I think that's that's the winning combination, and that's something that will be um really
2: working hard towards yeah sorry just just before mon mon asked a question my hill i've just been a fan of hers for for a while now she's awesome um you touched that um she's got a bit of um, trouble getting back into the team i'm going out to the game uh, uh this weekend can you just give me a little heads up are you expecting her back this weekend the week after is it two weeks away what are we thinking
1: I'm not too sure she's to women in, in the country. Um, so I, I, I actually don't know where she stands um, in terms of making it back because I think um, for her to, to get her negative COVID test and then um, travel in, um, we'd love to have her back this weekend, but uh, we've got standards ourselves and um, we've got girls that are working just as hard and it'll be hard to... Um, just the state claim if you haven't been at training. So, I mean, we've got those principles um, as a team, as our team culture that we really like to fulfil. And um, if she can get back for training 100%, I'd say she'd be in a good chance, but I don't think she's back in the country just yet. So we'll just be waiting to see when she does get back into country, and, into the country and then get to a few training sessions. Look forward to it.
3: This might be a little bit biased, Nita, um, but I believe our dummy half position is one of the hardest positions to cover in the game. Um, You know, you are one of the best, uh, in my opinion, Anyway, I'm sure many others, um, in our game, in the hooker role. You know, you've represented New South Wales, the Maori All-Stars. You know, you've been around the NRLW scene for a very long time. What is your, um, I suppose, best advice for any girls that are listening that are in that dummy half role or want to transition to a dummy half role What are the things that they need to be focusing on to be a successful hooker and, and get the best out of their game? I think number one is
1: definitely your passing. Like that's our number one job essentially is we're distributors. So you have to make sure that our passing is up. But also I think the biggest thing that can help us in the game is, um, You have to be, one. your work rate has to be through the roof. You know, like like you're saying, you have to run to every single ruck past the ball. Then you're also expected to tackle three out of the five tackles. So I think if you can get those two things right, you're pretty much in good stead. And then just making sure that you enjoy the game. There's so many different styles of dummy halves nowadays. Like we've got runners, we've got ball players, we've got passers. Um, so I just think um if you you really have to enjoy this position to be able to make the most of it because it can be challenging in particular if um you like to run the ball a bit more in park, so you just got to find your right medium and I think the, the the more games you can play and the um if you can involve yourself around good players like you want to be around good players because uh, in particular for your pack because that's where you'll start to learn and find your find your way of it so just what I think would be like. The two key things is your passing and your fitness. If you can get those two ticked off, then everything else is, seems to be so much more enjoyable.
2: Yeah, it is 100%. And Mon and Dan, you are all rake lovers. You are all number nines. And uh, many moons ago, I my game, I was a number seven. And Neats, you mentioned so many things about the importance of the number nine. And it's certainly evolved even more these days. But as a number seven, We always talked about the reliance on our forwards getting us on the front foot. But my word, unless we got good service from the likes of you, Mon and Dan, then we were going nowhere, my friends. So the service that you give to your halves is crucial.
0: And one last question for you, Anita, before we jump in our predictions, because, uh, yeah, the panel's got to jump in there and talk about this. Uh, this incredible game against the West Tigers. Nita, you are playing football 365 this year, along with a lot lot of other, um, you know, players at the moment. Um, Talk to us about recovery and how you're keeping yourself sort of, you know, just trying to stay fit and healthy because you are in the middle. You're doing so much work on offense and in defense. You know, obviously there's a lot of players in the same boat this year, but talk to us a little bit about, you know, your recovery and trying to stay, yeah, fit and healthy through what is an unbelievable schedule this, this year.
1: Yeah, I think um, they like to say that we're very seeming professional athletes, but for my staff, you have to be a full-time professional to be even to, to be even considered um, in these some, some of these teams. So for my staff, it's pretty gruesome. Like I'm, I'll be up tomorrow doing do some sprint training. I like to get a couple of sprint trainings in. You've got a, three times with your full footy team. Um, you've got to go to the gym at least three times a week. Um, then I'm, I've, I've been, the older I've gotten, of so my body's um, got it as well so um, i do a little bit of mobility as well so i've got a mobility program that i um follow but just the, the basics eating good and sleeping um, i'm i'm a big time napper during the day so lucky for me um, a lot of recovery is done in that time so um i think you just have to make sure that if if this is something that you want to be successful in, that you have to make sure that your lifestyle fits into the into what's required of a professional athlete, because that's exactly how I treat it. Um, that's my, my goal is to stay here and if not get better. There's only so much more people coming through the ranks that are pushing and pushing. So each year and each season that that I'm fortunate enough to be playing, I I, I have to be I have to start um, I have to keep getting better. You can't stay the same. There's not two seasons that you can be the same player without someone coming in and taking your spot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's uh, that's cracking advice for a lot of people out there, you know, trying to stay on the field. You don't want to give up your jersey and give a younger player an opportunity because they'll probably take it. And, uh, yeah, staying fit and healthy, it's, uh, it's so important. I'm icing the knees, um, you know, at the moment. I'm just I'm just watching Netflix on the couch these days. So, uh, yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to be a professional athlete playing so much football this year. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, dive in and do our predictions. Mon, going to start with you. We've got the Bears coming up against the Tigers. This is going to be a cracker. Where are you going here?
3: Well, uh, Bears came off a very convincing win um, round one and now have had the week off at the bar. So I feel as though they will have fresh bodies. Um, I'm hoping so anyway. Um, fresh bodies and, you know, feeling refreshed, ready to go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the bears um, I'm gonna go by um, or oh, 10 points. I'm going to back the
0: Bears. Excellent, excellent. Look, you know, I hate to put a disclaimer on it, but I'm, I'm going to go the Bears. But that that's with the that's with the proviso that you keep Emily Curtin quiet. She is an out-and-out superstar there in that halfback role. If she has even a sniff for a half-decent game, I, I think the I think the West Tigers they're they're a really good chance here. So look, if able to keep M quiet there at halfback, I think um, I think we're a good chance there. So I'm going to go the Bears in a really really close one. I'm going to go two points. Tash, you're going to be out there uh, on the weekend, uh, yeah? What's your thoughts on this game?
2: Dan, Mon, I don't think we've ever gone a clean sweep. Um, but, yeah, we're going to because I love the Bears. I love everything that they stand for. I love the the culture that they have. Um, look, and they're outstanding. They're, they're at the top of the table right now. And they've got a captain like Nina Maynard that obviously just embraces everything that you need to be. She keeps working her game. Um, Actually, I can see the Bears going through undefeated.
0: Well, okay, I love that. I forgot to mention how my, my game ends, and that was obviously Nita, you know, breaking six or seven tackles. You know, inside pass to Pierre Pichard on the, you know, she runs. Let's give her seventy meters to that. score on the belt. Yeah, let's let's, let's go with that, uh, Nita. We won't put you in an awkward position, other than just talk about, you know, some of the things that you, your team will be looking um, to do and achieve this weekend. You know, the way in which you which you, you know you're trying to play. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, the, the Bears um, heading into this one.
1: I think I'll take some of your advice and we're fortunate enough to have uh, Vanessa Foliaki on um, Emily Curtin's side. So there's a few key players there if we can try and keep them out of the game as much as possible and um, make sure that we um, hold on to the war. I think we made a few early errors and we don't want to be inviting down a fresh Tigers team into our 20 because, you know, they've got so much strike power. You've got, I forgot it to mention Keely Brown, you've got Tess Staines out there. So you've got some real fast and, and, and great footwork outside back. So I think for us, it's just making sure that we're completing nice and early. Uh, we want to be nice and aggressive from the start. We want to get in their faces. We want to ruffle their feathers. They've got big, strong players that can go um, for the for the first twenty. So we want to make sure we take the game to them because. If we, can, if we can take the game through them, I don't know if they'll be able to keep up because they've got some really strong carriers and really smart players to play
0: at the back of that. Oh, I love it. And we have so many locals who, uh, you know, listen to the podcast. So get down uh, get down to your local football ground and watch all of the games, you know, in the New South Wales State Comp. But in particular, if you can get to the Bears-Tigers clash, we promise it's going to be one for the ages. An incredible game this season. But uh, Nita, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast tonight. But you're not done there. We're going to bring you through now to our Rapid fire session uh, to end the show. And hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. It's your apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Okay, okay, the show.
3: We're
1: oh my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what gonna
0: doing. Okay, and speaking of heating up, let's head up to let, let's head up north to the BMD Queensland Premiership because we're only two uh, two rounds away from semi-finals football. We're at round six. Um, of the Queensland comp. And this week we're going to do a quick little preview, um, offer our predictions of the winner, Manly Seagulls coming up against the Brisbane Tigers. Um, Tash, I'm going to throw this straight at you because, again, it was a condensed season this year. It's only nice and quick, but, um, you know, again, some incredible talent on display. And, you know, you talk about these two teams, they are right on the verge of, you know, hopefully securing a semi-finals berth. But, you know, it, it's all on the line this weekend.
2: Yeah, it is, Dan. And honestly, um, I follow the game so closely in both state comps or everything about women's footy, and I'm bamboozled all season. My predictions have not gone well. However, that's just a sign of how the talent is coming up and and it's no longer, you know, this team will dominate, which is fantastic for the game. But if I have to choose a team... I'm going for Winnem Manley to take uh, this game out this weekend.
0: Yeah, I love that pick. And, uh, look, I'm with I'm with you. And, you know, you think about some of the players that, um, you know, the Seagulls have got. Um, it's difficult just to pick out one player. You know, I've been really impressed with their front row and obviously the production they're getting there. Um, you know, the second row is there in Murdoch and Bent. You know, obviously we know how talented they are. But, you know, and another big shout-out to Emily Bass, who, who has a winger out-and-out out superstar. Um, and he's just getting better and better each and every game. So, look, I've got to go with you. Um, yeah, let's let's go with the, the Seagulls to, to get the job done there. But, you know, Brisbane, they're going to be incredibly desperate because, you know, everyone wants to play finals footy. Uh, Mon, thoughts on this game?
3: I, as you said, Dan, um, both teams will be desperate um, coming into semi-finals very soon, both sitting with um, two wins and three losses. Um, but I am going to back the um, Manly Eagles as well. I think, yeah, they're um, just going just to dominate, really. I, I don't see it being a close game. Um, I think it's going to be, a, yeah, at least a 16-point win.
0: Now, Nita, you get the, the last uh, word on this. And can you believe that you've got three people that are betting against the great Ali Brigginshaw Uh, in the halves with Grace Griffin. Are we crazy? Have we lost our mind? Anyway, obviously this is going to be a a, a tough clash, but um, yeah, what's your thoughts on this one? And again, it's good to get your, um, you know, perspective on this, because we obviously know that you guys keep very close eye on, um, on, on either state comps, but yeah, what's your thoughts on this one?
1: Um, I like how you guys both spoke about their pack. I think um, mainly the pack, really, they get them going forward and they're just a bunch of bullies in terms of coming up against the East Tigers. So, um, I wouldn't say it's going to be a blowout because you just know you've got players like Ali Brigginshaw that can just take the game by the horns and then make something out of nothing. I, I, I think she's been the best player in the world for a long time now. And just coming off the cusp of a couple of losses and coming into semi semifinals, I don't know. I think she might be doing something special. I don't know who to go, but i am going someone by two. I think it's going to be a really close match because everyone's going to be desperate.
0: Yeah, I love that, and uh, you know, Ali, she she's an avid listener of the Mojo Sports podcast, and loves you know just a little bit of bulletin board material. So she'll be writing down our predictions there, and I'm sure she'll come out and put on a put on a show. But yeah, look, it's been a little bit of a up and down season for the Tigers, but they've got so much talent. Yeah, it is going to be really interesting to see who gets there, and you know, we're going to be getting very very close to semi finals football. So um, yeah, stay tuned as uh, as we get closer to to finals football. All right, team, Nito, thank you so much again for jumping on the Mojo Sports Podcast. Uh, It's great to have you on board to uh, talk all things North Sydney Bears. We'll definitely definitely have you back on board as we prepare for, well, there's another NRLW competition that's coming uh, towards the back end of this year as well, so I'm sure we'll be talking all things that. But um, all the very best for the weekend against the West Tigers, and again, thank you very much for joining the show. Thanks so much
1: for having me. It's been a blast. Like, I I can't can't, um, speak... Um, more highly of you guys and what you do for our game. So I'm really stoked that we do have a platform like this and can't can't wait to see in a few years some of the younger girls come through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, we love doing it. Tash, Mon, really do appreciate you bringing uh, everything to the table again, talking all things rugby league. Mon, powering through COVID, mate, you're an absolute superstar. Tash, enjoy uh, enjoy the, 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 you know, the Bears clash on the weekend. You'll be there giving us some live reports. And to our listeners, how can you help us continue to grow? Just continue to download the podcast, share with family and friends, and until next week, we'll catch you then.